Carol Ofori, East Coast Radio. So we got a letter uh, from Yvonne in Pinetown asking about a particular virus that's going around with the babies. Um, and she's had uh, her children, three and five, who um, have also had this. So we had to find out from an expert about this one, right? So we went to the doctor, all right? Which doctor? Well, on the line with me right now to unpack this in more detail, I've got Dr. Giovanni Governor. She's a pediatrician at Netke Umtlanga Hospital. Hi, doctor. Welcome to the show. Hi, Carol. Thanks a lot for having me and thanks for this opportunity. Oh, thank you very much, Doc. So, um, this is virus going around. What is RSV, Doc? So, as you have it correctly already, it's a virus. And so, RSV stands for something called respiratory syncytial virus. And it's a seasonal flu-like illness. So, these kitties start present with very typical upper respiratory tract infection symptoms like uh, runny nose, congestion, fever, cough. But these are the mild symptoms and obviously it can progress from there and it can get to intermediate, really moderate disease with wheezing, fast breathing, difficulty breathing, so something we call respiratory distress. And then even worse than that, sometimes really sick babies with pneumonia and respiratory failure that end up on a ventilator. So it, 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 it can be quite uh, challenging and it's... Uh, very common and it's a seasonal illness and there's obviously a lot of it around at the moment. Um, So we've been seeing it uh, a lot in the past two to three weeks and it our season runs from about December to May. So so that's where we're at with this this illness at the moment. I see. Okay so from December to May. So this is going to go all the way until we start hitting winter. Yeah, and, and so while the season is long uh, or, or it happens over that six-month period, it typically starts at a, a certain time and it, it varies every year. And so when we start seeing a few, we know we're going to see a lot more. And it mm. can go on for a couple of weeks to two months uh, and then it slowly uh, sort of decreases again and then we wait for next year, of course. So I mentioned earlier that this uh, particular virus tends to attack the younger kids. I mean, my daughter's too. I assume she had it just looking at her symptoms. We kept her home for the week, but she had this cough that just lingered and lingered and lingered. Eventually, now she's fine. But my sister, on the other hand, has a two-month-old, and she ended up in uh, in hospital for two nights for the baby because they had to do what they call uh, baby physio to draw the phlegm from the from the infant's chest, which is quite traumatic. Um, and in that hospital that she was visiting, they said they. Had an influx of over 23 children and most of them in ICU. Um, are we seeing the same sort of thing happening in in, 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 in your hospital, Netke Omflanga, or in Durban or in general? Do you know? Definitely, definitely, Carol. So I work in Omflanga predominantly, but our practice uh, runs over three hospitals. So the Life Mandate Shkim Group as well as the Victoria Hospital. And it's, you know, uh, uniformly along all the hospitals we've seen a similar kind of pattern. So in our hospital at the moment, I've got about 16 patients in my ward. Nine of them have confirmed RSV. Three of them we're waiting for results for. But these are mostly minor infections. Uh, This year in our season, we haven't had any uh, ICU admissions as such. 
But like you correctly say, you know, the younger babies are definitely uh, more affected by this and more severely. They can have a more, more prolonged course. They can end up on oxygen. They can end up on a ventilator. And there's always that lingering cough that can go on for up to six weeks with this RSV, even with the older kids. And so all kidneys kind of run into RSV before the age of two. And it just depends on how young you are when you get it, about how severe you're going to get it. And then also other things like if you were a premature baby, it makes you very high risk for this. But also if you have chronic lung disease, cardiac illnesses, if you're immune suppressed, those kind of things can also complicate it and make it a lot worse. Right. Now to avoid panic for those who are like, oh my gosh, my child is, is coughing. Does my child have RSV? <laughs> How do we tell if a child just got a normal flu and if it is RSV and what do we do? Do we panic? Do we run to the doctor if our kids have been coughing for a long time? Uh, what do we do? Okay, so RSV, like, like we said in the beginning, it's a viral illness, the flu illness. So you're going to have this snotty nose and this cough and this chestiness a little bit, uh, sometimes a bit of fever. But if the child is otherwise well, you can manage this at home with symptomatic treatment. What we're watching for here is the complications of RSV. And since it creates a lot of swelling and um, in the airways and a lot and lots of mucus production, that can lead to tight airways and wheezing. And then in this mucus, you can pick up a bacterial infection and pneumonia. Okay, And so when you see your child breathing really fast or having this whistling breathing and they're breathing with their using what we call accessory muscles. So this is where you can see the chest drawing in or the nose flaring. Uh, you can hear them have this kind of grunting kind of breathing. They're quite restless. They don't feed well. Those are the symptoms that say, right, we need to admit you into the hospital because this baby's not coping with breathing. This baby may, may not be able to feed very well. Um, and then while we look at them, we can then decide whether they need any antibiotics, they need oxygen, do they need physio, sometimes they need some nebulizations, those kind of things help. If you're having minor illnesses or minor symptoms, those can be treated at home. Um, and then typically, I mean, only in hospital, because we're in the season where we test for RSV, but there's no reason to go and test specifically for it. Uh, because it's a virus and so you're not going to treat it with antibiotics you're going to treat it with Mm. symptomatic treatment and only if there are complications then we treat antibiotics and that's guided obviously by your pediatrician right i want to play your voice note quick sure hey carol how are you so there was actually an incident here in dandy where a preschool was closed for the same reason and uh, yo it's been really stressful because my daughter also goes to a preschool and it's, it's stressing because right now she's coughing, but she doesn't have a fever or anything, but it's just a continuous cough. And I'm not sure if I should send her to the doctor or what, but please, more information, please. We really need to know more about this. It's so scary. What do you say to that, Mama? Okay, so again, if the cough is developing that respiratory distress symptoms come in, otherwise, if it's this lingering cough, If it's going on for longer than two weeks, then you definitely want to see a doctor because 50% of these bronchiolitis and RSVs can end up with a concomitant bacterial infection. So sometimes it's just that bronchitis which doesn't have fever and doesn't have any other symptoms but may still need an antibiotic to settle. Uh, Sometimes it's just to 
set the mom and the family at ease and say, look, we've had a look at her. There's no wheezing. There's no ear infection. We just think this is a post-viral cough that can take six weeks to get better. But as long as it's slowly improving, then that's fine. Lovely. Doc, anything else we should know about this or have you covered it all? Um, Well, I think, look, we all know a lot about COVID in the past two years. So how to avoid it? Lots of people will ask, how can you avoid it? So the only thing you can do is the kind of same things we would do for COVID because it's also spread in the air by droplets and, and, and from sick kiddies and other adults, okay? So it's your normal hand washing and sanitizing and just not uh, exposing, especially very young babies, to uh, the older kids that may be sick. Now, in a home where you may have a two-month-old baby and a three-year-old toddler who's in stress, that can be particularly difficult. Um, but obviously, you don't want your toddler around your baby and too much in the baby's face if they're sick. But yeah. if it's your own new baby, uh, you don't want visiting people with sick kiddies or people who are unwell and cold and the flu. So for an adult, it can, I mean, adults can get RSV as well. But it's just a minor cold and flu for them. But it can be a serious uh, infection and end you up in the hospital for up to 10 days with a really small baby. And that can have long-term complications later. So even uh, though you may not end up on a ventilator or have pneumonia, some of these babies with, with uh, bronchiolitis who get a yeah. severe episode when they're really young can then become what we call recurrent wheezes. So with every yeah. future viral infection, they can end up wheezing, and that may end up needing a, a, an inhaler device or so almost being treated like an asthmatic for a while. I see. Well, Doctor, you've covered it so lovely. We're definitely going to podcast this. I, de- I know people will be asking for this information. Dr. Giovanni Governor from uh, Pediatrician at Netke Umklanga Hospital. Thank you again for your time. Thank you, Carol. And I may just also just say I have a, a Facebook page where I do some video podcasts myself, and I've done one oh, on RSV a couple of years ago. Um, and it's Dr. Giovanni Governor, Specialist Pediatrician. Gotcha. Thank you so much, Doctor. We'll chat again soon. Carol Ofori, weekdays 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. East Coast Radio.